Today's Leading Women episode 570 with the wonderful Relina Shirley. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day here at Today's Leading Women. Want to learn how I did? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Relina Shirley. Relina Shirley is the co-founder of Hide It Moms, a startup company turned small business that creates discrete wall mount solutions for all your home electronics. With the help of her husband's engineering, the first Hide It Mount prototype was produced for the Sun's Y system in 2008, and they have filled thousands of orders, becoming a number one hot new release on Amazon. To learn more, visit www.hideitmounts.com. That's www.hideitmounts.com. Women of the world, Miss Relina Shirley. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Marie. I am delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Relina, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with Hide It Mounts. I really love that name as well. It really tells what it is. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat, equity, the knowledge, and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Absolutely, Marie, and thank you for that intro. Um, basically, at Hide It Mounts, we make wall mounts for everything that plugs into the TV. There's a lot of benefits to wall mounting your TV, but TVs are really heavy and they are fragile. So wall mounting them not only keeps the TV safe, but it also keeps little ones safe from accidents. TV wall mount companies talk about the space savings of wall mounting your TV, but really the TV is only part of what makes up your media setup. Most of us have at least a cable box, maybe a DVD player, a streaming media player, maybe even a game console. TV wall mounts are great, but they only solve part of that problem. Hide-it mounts allow customers to take advantage of the wall space behind their TVs. So you can mount your cable box and other electronics behind the TV and actually eliminate that big TV cabinet. Hmm, I love what I'm hearing about your business, and I'm a big fan of this as well. I hate those cables. I hate seeing those cables out and having this wall mounts that hides the one. And also, it's a space-saving uh, mechanism as well. And I love that you have, you have this one out there. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? Oh, well, you know, I really do love technology. Um, and I have to say, our customers are a huge inspiration as well. When it comes to technology, it's 
awesome that it's part of my job to know what is trending and what's hot in gaming and electronics. Um, I have a lot of fun with that. But beyond that, you know, with our customers, it's a product that you wouldn't expect them to really love. But because we are solving such a real problem, it's crazy how many of them become raving fans. And it's really exciting to see that when you really don't expect it. Yes, absolutely. And that's the thing here. That's That has been a theme here at Today's New Women to really find that problem, find the gap that you can solve for people. There are a lot of uh, problems there that need solutions. And when you find that, when you find that gap and you, find, and you create a solution for them, that's where a great business idea usually comes about. So thanks for sharing that. Now, well, let's that- go about... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I was just going to say that's actually how we got started. I mean, we had the problem ourselves. We had our TV wall-mounted above the fireplace, and then we had all of our components in a separate cabinet. And when we bought the Wii, the cord for the sense bar wasn't long enough for the Wii itself to live in the cabinet. So instead, it was on the mantle, which was really not the most attractive place for it to hang out. And that's when we realized there was space behind it. And we looked online for a Wii wall-mount, couldn't find one, and... Everything kind of went from there. We DIY'd our own. <laughs> that's I love that DIY. I mean, that's that, that's the thing. I mean, if you, usually it starts with that, like what uh, you just shared with us. You started with your own experience of of uh, of a problem or something that you uh, you want to have a solution with, and more often that's where the idea really comes about. So absolutely, thanks for sharing that because that is really helpful, especially for our listeners out there who are just starting out and thinking about wow how does this great idea comes about how could i how would i know that that this idea i have is a good one well you'll never know until you put it out there and get feedback and iterate from their apps yeah yep absolutely all right now let's talk about how you prepared for success to turn this idea or to turn this inspiration into a reality can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Well, you know, I think that you kind of covered part of it as far as the DIY aspect. Um, being able to do it yourself, obviously, that was the whole foundation of our company as far as how it even began. But I think that for any entrepreneur, it's important to have the ability to do things yourself or learn new things so that you can do it yourself. Um, I've watched co- uh, friends start companies where they spent tons of money on having everything done for them and they hadn't even sold anything yet. And if you don't have a ton of money to invest in your company, you definitely have to invest the time into learning how you can do some of the things yourself. For the first five years, we really only hired the necessary outside help like attorneys and accountants and things like that. And I spent a lot of time learning how to to do online marketing. And I used a lot of DIY tools to even create several different versions of our website. I'm not a, I'm not a web programmer, but yet I did build several websites. Um, I even used to take our product photos. So now that we're able to hire, I know the ins and outs, and I'm not really reliant on what the professional tells me is best. I, I actually understand and can have a more knowledgeable conversation with them about it. Mm, yes, I mean that's a big part of uh, us being an entrepreneur too, because it really we really need to learn. Uh, there's a really a need for us to learn a lot of things, a lot of new things about our business, not just 
our business, but our industry and being a DIY learner really helps. I mean, the DIY or the do-it-yourself, if you are the do-it-yourself type person, it's really, really helpful if you are willing to learn these new things and being able to apply them. And I I have, I myself, I have to learn a lot of things, especially about business, sales, marketing, everything that goes beyond with building a business. I have to learn that one too. But I found passion in learning because it enhances me and it, it, and, and I know I can delegate a lot of this, but there's a, there's a benefit of really learning it yourself so that you know when to delegate and what kind of activities or projects that you can delegate that uh, you are not strong enough or that you don't have a bandwidth with or that you are you don't enjoy uh, um, uh, learning or like, or doing like that so great personal qualities here that you've shared with one and the good news is that we can all cultivate and adapt them into our lives yeah absolutely all right, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as an entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges, it takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Well, we definitely had just some some challenges with our products as far as, you know, we were doing kind of one-off products for different devices and came come to find a lot of cable boxes are different sizes and so that wasn't going to work. We had to find an, a, an adjustable solution and so we spent a few years developing that and I think that, you know, obviously it's going to depend on what your product or industry is but, you know, just kind of going through the natural motions of how to evolve your product and service to be the best it can be and, and that's what we did and we created our adjustable mounts and they work for a variety of devices but one of the recent challenges that we've had has been really making that leap from in the garage to a true growing small medium business um, and I think that's something that a lot of businesses are facing now when you know you make that leap and it's it's really hard it, it it is actually something that you look forward to and then when you get there you realize oh my gosh there's still so much that I need to do um, you know the first few years for us the the company really was more of a hobby it was a side thing and we spent a lot of time trying to just generate business and um, keep up with the demand. And then we realized we're really, we're really being reactive. We've got to start being proactive and start actually doing some forecasting and some planning. And now we're in the midst of a really high growth phase and our mindset has had to really shift and our focus is to be proactive and set up all of the tools that we need to sustain this ongoing growth so that DIY shoot from the hip approach isn't working anymore. We're now at that size where though it was great when we were first building, now we need more and more professionals to fill in the blanks and help us get to that next level. So that's been a huge challenge for us. And then just kind of an ongoing challenge has been, and, and like, like all businesses, it's how to reach our target customer. Marketing seems to be a huge challenge, I think, for everybody, especially since the marketing landscape is currently just in massive change. I mean, what 
what worked a few years ago is completely different than what is working now. Um, when we first started the company, the only social media out there was MySpace. And it was pretty easy at that time to even get your website ranked. 10 or 20 years ago, if you had a new product, you'd run commercials, you'd attend some trade shows, but now it's way more complicated. So we are constantly trying to find new methods of marketing using kind of a mix of the traditional things. You know, we've done some trade shows, um, but also looking at the newer options like social media advertising. Mm, yes, I certainly, I'm sure a lot of us can relate to this uh, uh, challenges that you shared with us. Even if you are not in the industry that Rolina uh, just shared with us, I'm sure it, it, this applies to all, to all of us as business owner. You know, taking our business from for example, being in hobby to a, a, a real business, growing it to a level that uh, it sustains itself or to a growth that we want it to reach. And of course, constantly reaching our target market. Uh, and it's, yeah, like what Aurelia shared with us, I mean, social media nowadays is huge. That's where our most of our customers hang out with. We have to know where they are, where they hang out, so we can target them, so we can put our products and services in front of them, who needs it. Uh, and, and the good thing is that we have that technology we can leverage on. We just have to know where they are and how to reach them in the most effective and cost-effective way. So let us learn from this challenges that Relina just shared with us, so that when they do happen to us, we now know what to do. All right, let's just switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Uh, well, that's a loaded question, right? I mean, work-life balance is something I think we're all striving for, but I'm not sure any of us have exactly mastered that one. But um, I have three kids, and they dictate a lot of my schedule, whether I like it or not. So it kind of forces me to have a level of balance, which is a good thing. Um, but in order to manage them and everything else that needs to be done with the business, I have to have a super detailed calendar. Um, their schedules are incredibly busy because they're in multiple sports and are not able to drive themselves anywhere yet. So everything has to be scheduled. We're talking all of their activities, plus I even schedule and, and plan in advance our, our meals um, so that grocery trips and things like that are, are most efficient. Um, my husband and I have share that calendar so that he has access to everything and we both know exactly what's on the agenda. Um, I have daily alarms even that remind myself that I need to eat. <laughs> so I definitely have to maintain a really tight calendar. Otherwise, I don't know that we'd A, get it all done and B, have, have that open time to do fun activities. So that's one way I, I make sure that we have some sense of a work-life balance. Um, we make sure to eat dinners together every night, and with that, we unplug from the technology. Um, I don't do it all the time um, outside of dinner, as I should, but definitely during dinner time, we've committed to no technology, and I'm looking forward to being able to unplug even more as we grow and hire more people and have more help. 
because I think that as an entrepreneur, you're so tied to the business and with technology now and our smartphones and having access to everything in our pocket, it's really difficult to get that downtime and not look at your phone and not get pulled back in. Um, so that's, that's one way I'm, I'm committed to trying to at least achieve a little closer to a work-life balance is by unplugging. And then, you know, the last one is just really making time for myself and making myself a priority. And this is something that I've been so busy in the last year getting the business to where it is that I haven't focused on this as much as I should have. And I'm paying the price for it. I see the results of my energy levels and stress levels when I'm not eating well and not exercising and making sure that I get that downtime once in a while, taking a bubble bath, <laughs> just a little something to unplug and unwind and, and really relieve that stress so that when I go back at it, I can really focus. Hmm, I love your perspective on this work-life balance. And yes, I'm a big fan also of putting things on the calendar. I mean, I have to schedule everything myself too. And it's really been helpful in structuring my day and uh, making sure that I don't miss both personal and business activities that I have to attend. And I know we all have different schedules. We all have different status or uh, levels or, or activities that we want to do or stages in our business or in our lives in general. But we have to have that structure and using the calendar really helps uh, in, the, in making that structure or in having that structure. Put them in your calendar of both your personal and business activities. I love also what you said about making sure to have dinner with your family and be totally unplugged when you are with your family. I, I mean, at least have that time to be totally unplugged. And I'm sure, and I know, I know it's so hard to, um, to be totally unplugged, but I have to be conscious about this myself too. Uh, oh, it's so hard to click off. It's, it's so hard to turn off that you know, the, the business mind that we have, but we have to really consciously be, be doing that one, especially when we are spending our time with our family and be totally present with them. Making time for yourself, huge, huge, huge. And I love that you shared about making it a priority. I know this is something that I'm sure a lot of us, uh, if given a chance, if given a choice, this will be the last thing that we have to do, whether we make time for, for. But it's really important to understand that you know, as a nurse myself, I mean, I'm a big proponent of taking care of ourselves first. You know, our health is our biggest investment. And if we're not doing that, if we're not taking care of ourselves, we won't be able to build this business that we're passionate about building in the first place. So really important. I cannot stress this enough. Make time for yourself. Put that one in calendar. Put that time to go to do your workouts, to go out for a walk, eating healthy, um, you know, not just for physical well-being, but also for your emotional and mental well-being. So make sure you're not neglecting yourself and your self-care. Awesome. All right. So let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful financially? Yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? 
Well, to me, I think being successful means that you have freedom. Um, not obviously financial freedom is certainly a huge part of it, but that's not the only priority. I mean, I want to have the freedom to do exactly what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, I'm looking forward to having Hide It grow to a level that it really doesn't need a lot of my time. And I think that's when I'll feel truly successful. Uh, my benchmark is when I can leave for a month and go travel and visit Europe or just go hang out on an island somewhere and it, it won't negatively impact the company. Yes, absolutely. And I'm sure we all share this in one way, shape or form. And we are building a business for to achieve that freedom, be that financial, be that time, be that being able to do what, what it is that you love doing. I think that's one of the reasons that drives us to build this business. And I agree, that is one of my driving forces as well. And it really transcends beyond just achieving those financial metrics. Because at the end of the day, what truly makes us happy is what our business, what those metrics gives us. Love that perspective. All right, I know you've given us a lot of tips already, but I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Well, I think the first one is just do it. Um, it's a great slogan for a reason, right? Um, but there's kind of two sides to that. Do it, but do it economically. Um, I've watched, like I mentioned, people dump a ton of money into a company and it wasn't successful. I think that slow and steady is, is good. Um, that's how we've done it. We've built the company organically um, and reinvested all of the money back in without really investing any of our own funds. It was a matter of investing time. Um, and if you don't just get out there and, and start the process, you're never going to make any money. So I think the just do it part, I mean, you got to go out there and actually put it out there and see if it's going to work. Um, and you do have to, as I mentioned, invest the time and educate yourself. Um, you don't have to have a formal degree. You don't have to know everything about everything, but you have to be able to learn and figure it out because there's going to be so many things as a small business owner that are going to come up and you have to figure it out. So you've got to be prepared to learn anything and everything that you can. And if you can't learn it, then you need to know where it's going to make sense to sub that out to someone else, whether you hire an employee, whether you use a contractor. You can do a lot of things yourself, but you can't do everything. So you really need to know your limitations and what's best for you to outsource. Mm, love those tips that you shared with us. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to do just do it, but do it economically. I mean, I know for our listeners out there, a lot of you are just starting out or just thinking of starting a, a business. There are a ton of resources there that you can use, uh, especially during your the early stage when you need to do research. You know, you don't have to do 
you know, buy, uh, for example, an expensive office or whatever is your business is, um, you know, um, uh, infrastructure, for example, you know, before you can, uh, before you can test the idea. So it's really, it's not, it's so economical now to test your idea, to find, to get that research um, done, to get, to do that market research before you, you build that, that idea that you have. So make sure that it is a viable business. And yes, put in the time, be willing to invest the time, uh, not only to educate yourself, but to build the business because building a business really takes time. And, uh, and be willing to put that effort, the energy, the resource that you need to be able to achieve the goal that you have set for yourself and for your business. And of course, delegation or outsourcing is a huge, huge thing. Once you get to the point that you can invest to and, and outsource other tasks that uh, that would help you grow your business a whole lot faster, then you have to do that. I'm a big proponent of being able to delegate and outsource the other tasks so that that can free up some of your time to focus on those that are important and are revenue generating as well. So great tips here that Relina just shared with us. Let's take action on them today and I'll make sure to have them on our show notes. Last but not the least, Relina, share our listeners that one woman out there that you admire the most and why? You know, I worked for a CEO for about 10 years and with the recruiting firm that I was with before um, leaving to focus 100% on Hide It Mounts. And when I first started with the company, the firm was really small and I watched her grow that company into like a $100 million recruiting firm. Um, it was really neat to see Sometimes it was challenging because there's definitely growing pains that happen when you go from being that small to that large. But, you know, she always had this way about her that it was kind of anybody can do this, um, you know, that she wasn't necessarily incredibly special for being able to do it, although she was. She was incredibly intelligent and really good at maximizing opportunity. But, you know, she always had the attitude like, hey, you can do it too. And we started Hide It Mounts when I was still working for her, and she was nothing but supportive. She always said, go for it, go for it, go for it. And I have to say, I really admire her influence in making me think, you know what, maybe I can do this. Mm, and can you share us who that one is? Her name is Heidi Golich, and she um, is the former CEO of CyberCoders and is the current CEO of Career Bliss. All right. So to Heidi for being an inspiration, not only to Relina, but to all of us here at Today's Leading Women, we salute you. Lastly, Relina, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you, and then we'll end from there. All right. Well, basically, Hide It Mounts help you to create a professional-looking setup very quickly and very easily. Uh, it only takes about five minutes to install our mounts, and you can get a look that a lot of people spend thousands and thousands of dollars for. Our mounts are available at hideitmounts.com, Amazon, as well as some other online resellers. Yeah, so that's hideitmounts.com. I highly encourage you to go there now, www.hideitmounts.com. And for our international audiences, they can purchase this through Amazon, right? Um, actually, international can be purchased through our website, and okay. um, we do have some of our products listed in Amazon Canada, and we're working on getting on Amazon in the other areas, but right now, Amazon is predominantly U.S. 
There you go. So for our listeners out there, you can uh, check them out uh, and buy and purchase them online through the website at www.hideitmounts.com. And if you are like me, I hate seeing those mess. And it's not only that. You, you maximize the space in your house, in your walls by using this Hide It Mounts uh, uh the technology that uh, hide uh, that uh, hide it mouse and Relina and her company have built for us to, to use. So highly encourage you to go there and and see for yourself. And if this products resonate with you, I highly encourage you to jump in. Again, that's www.hideitmounts.com. And you can also uh, purchase them if you are international. Go to their website and you can check all the information they have there. And also to connect with them through their website at www.hide hideitmounts.com again it's www.hideitmounts.com Relina thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time your inspiring story your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today women of the world including me appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life Oh, thank you so much, Marie, for having me. I really appreciate it. Thinking of starting a podcast? Seriously consider starting a podcast of your own, remembering that it will allow you to grow in ways you never imagined. It will grow your email list, your audience, your influence, and your bank account. Go to podcastprofitsystem.com to get started. That's www.podcastprofitsystem.com. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.